You know, years ago I was working with a kung fu master. I mean, this guy was good. He was really good. And he was the first one that really got me to realize the difference between forcing and feeling. And I want you to get this today. So one of the things that he taught me was whenever... Yeah, you know, it's hard, quote-unquote, at first to relax under pressure when someone's trying to take your head off. Just to be blunt, the secret to speed isn't just relax. The secret to speed is to be able to feel your body, their body, what's happening. Not see. The eyes are too slow. Kung Fu masters tend to work off of feel. Meanwhile... So one of the little things that we did was he said, look, I want you to take this ball. And he tosses me a ball. <clears throat> and he says, before he tosses it, catch it and squeeze it as hard as you can. And that was a tennis ball. And he tosses me a rubber ball. And he says, catch it and squeeze it as hard as you can. And he takes this other solid rubber ball. The first one was a hollow rubber ball. And he says, catch it and squeeze it as hard as you can. So I'm like, ready, yo. And he says, so tell me how much you know about the differences in the balls based on feel. What do you feel about each one? And I, I didn't get it. I was confused. He goes, now I want you to pick each ball up and just hold it gently. Hold it on run one hand and run your fingers around it. Touch it with your palms. Touch it with your face. Just feel the ball. Feel its weight. Feel its solidness. Feel its texture. Its skin. Feel it. Don't force it. Feel it. And so years later, I've been doing this stuff called internal Kung Fu, right? You know, Tai Chi, Xing Yi, Bagua, stuff like that. Wu Fa. And it's really cool stuff. And done well, it's not about how it looks at all. It's about finding feelings. And this just might be what this is really about. Finding feelings. So we're going to do what sounds to be a crass commercial, but listen closely. Because this is gold. The prodigal son had a feeling. He had an urge. <laughs> and he did what the head would say is wrong. He went to his father and said, I want the inheritance now before you die. I want to go party all the time. He fed and followed his feeling. Then famine came. And he came back. And there was rejoicing. There's some really cool lessons in the prodigal son. This is the one that I wish I had time to put into manifestinghistorycourse.com. But we can only squeeze so much into 90 lessons. But the prodigal son returned. There was celebrating. And when you, when you look at the bad boys of manifesting... As lessons to be learned. One of the lessons from the prodigal son is how not to wait. And also how not to get no for an answer. And how to have a triumphant return. And the real nature of the father. The father hiked up his skirt, his dress, whatever you want to call it, his outfit, and ran to him. That's not dignified. When they heard that story, they cringed. Why would the father do that? That's, that's, <laughs> we'll explore why later. And then there's Jacob. Jacob, 
Known as the supplanter, Jacob deceived his father. Jacob became king. Jacob persisted. <laughs> Jacob asked for the hand for what? Jacob asked to marry Rachel, and he ended up having to marry both Rachel and her sister. Well, that gets interesting. What happened with all that? But Jacob not only became king whenever he was the second son, the, the kingdom should have gone to the first son. The first son should have been king. The first son should have got the inheritance. The first son did get, it, get what he deserved. He got the double portion of the inheritance. Him and Jacob in the end. Anywho. But Jacob, can he teach us something about feeling? Instead of forcing. Esau represents the physical world. All about force. All about push. Right? Esau went out and hunted the critter. Right? Jacob... When Isaac called Jacob over, he says, You sound like Jacob. Come closer that I may touch you. Isaac, the father, felt Jacob. He experienced Esau. By the way, let this confuse you a little bit. Because after confusion comes a new level of understanding. This is how you learned how to walk before you could stand. You did it by wiggling and stretching and figuring out how does it all fit together. You did it through experience, not through theory. Don't ever try to figure out the answers. <laughs> Lack of answers means it's experience time. And so Jacob got the blessing. Jacob persisted. Jacob blessed his brother. Jacob blessed everyone. <laughs> but meanwhile, then we have the three sons of Noah, the center son, the middle son, the second son, Ham. He saw the secrets of his father. When you read the story, he saw his father naked. Right? The father is God. The second son had the, at a glance of the truth. <laughs> and his descendants, well, it all became about being the servant. And when you study what the first son's all about, concepts, ideas, in the head. And when you study what the third son is about, physicality, push. You get why and how the second son fits in. What a lovely story. Because Ham, his descendants, became the Canaanites. And the Canaanites, the land of milk and honey. And the land of milk and honey, we're exploring Simon the Canaanite. Simon the Zealot. Simon from the land of milk and honey this month in Remarkable. Fascinating. Because Simon only has the capacity to hear the good news. So I'm dropping a lot of hints here. The problem is it's hard to put into 60 seconds. That first 60 second video, if you've seen that, that was hard. Because <laughs> I want you to get there's a difference between force and feeling. Now I'm trying to get, see I'm not forcing it in, I'm flirting it in. This video, I'm sorry, this audio, this podcast episode. This here, again, I'm flirting some stuff in. I want you to have some different questions. It's not about having the answers. It's about having questions that give you experiences. And it's about the experiences. So if you're the least bit curious, if you want to explore the power of the second son, again, we've got three examples. We did the three second son calls. First the prodigal, then Jacob, and then the three sons of Noah. We're, we're putting that package up for sale today. The bad boys of manifesting. It's like five hours of good fun. Right? Oh, five hours. That's so long. Five hours of good fun. If you missed out on the calls, 
go get the recordings. It's a three for one special today. <sighs> because here's the deal, guys. Ready? It's always the second sun. And if you look, like society worships the firstborn, the elder, right? The one who push. But Neville adores. Neville taught it is always the second son. And this even expands into Jesus and Barabbas. But this is way beyond that today. So if you got gold, the second son, the bad boys of manifesting, I'll be putting that up and uh, sending out an email. If you miss it, if you want more details, drop me an email, send me a PM. I'm happy to point you in the right direction. My name is Mr. 2020. You are listening to me live, coming from Melbourne, Australia. It's a beautiful foggy morning, nice and slow. Ah, not forcing anything. I'm feeling all kind of goodies into existence. How about you? Have a lovely day. See ya.